Welcome to another edition of The Greater Work, the audio outreach of Christ Worker Ministries. Listen in as experienced employee and minister, Sean Gibson brings biblical insights to help you worship God, both in and with your labor. Now, let's get to work. When it comes to being rejected by a person that you work with, my friend, Jesus understands completely what you're going through. Welcome back to the Greater Work Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Gibson, and we're talking about rejection from a coworker. While it may seem unorthodox to think of the disciples as coworkers with Christ, they did ministry together, they traveled together, and they even spent time with each other's families. They were close, and for three and a half years, Jesus and his coworkers, the disciples, well, they worked together on some very significant projects. However, Jesus was rejected by two of his disciples at different times. And in addition to that, the way that the rejection came from both of them was also different. Let's talk about the first co-worker that rejected Jesus. That would be Judas. Although Judas rejected Jesus and sold him out for 30 pieces of silver, Judas had a terrific resume that would make any church salivate over his experience. He was there when Jesus turned water into wine, the feeding of the 5,000. He witnessed firsthand Jesus walking on water, not to mention the teachings and healings that Christ did throughout all of Jerusalem and Israel. Judas had a front row seat to all of it. When Jesus sent the disciples out in twos to minister throughout the surrounding area, guess what? Judas went and shared the good news as well. One night, however, as Jesus and the disciples met together for what would be the Last Supper, it says in John 13, verse 27 through 30, and Jesus had taken the morsel and Satan entered into him. Then Jesus said to Judas, what you're about to do, I want you to do it quickly. But no one at the table knew why Jesus had said this to him. Since Judas kept the money bag, some thought that Jesus was telling him to go buy what was needed for a feast or to give something to the poor. As soon as he had received the morsel, Judas went out into the night. From the outside, Judas seemed to be doing everything lockstep with Jesus and along with that, all of his co-workers. But the disciples, they had no idea what was really going on. Behind closed doors, Judas's ambition and personal goals became more important than the one that he was working alongside Jesus. Behind the back of Jesus and the disciples, Judas rejected Christ and sold out his co-worker and best friend. This rejection was so in your face. Well, let's read what happened from scripture. Mark 14, verse 43 through 46. While Jesus was speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, arrived and accompanied by a crowd armed with swords and clubs, sent from the chief priests, scribes, and elders. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. He said, The one that I kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away securely. Going directly to Jesus, he said, Rabbi, and kissed him. Then the men seized Jesus and arrested him. Judas came running up to Jesus and kissed him on the face as a greeting like everything was fine, but... Behind closed doors, Judas had been busy wreaking havoc. Now, how do you respond when a coworker rejects us and betrays us behind our back? So, I think we can learn from Jesus on this. And let's pick up on the rest of the story found in Luke's Gospel. 22 verse 48, it says, But Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? Now, instead of grabbing Judas by the neck, probably as I would have done, and letting the disciples stick all their swords in him, Jesus followed his own advice when it came to handling conflict. Matthew 18, verse 15. If your brother sins against you, go and confront them privately. Now, when a coworker rejects us behind our back, whether it's saying nasty things about us or like Judas did, something nasty to bring us down, we must confront them privately. 
because Jesus was in the process of being arrested, you know, practically he was unable to address Judas privately. Before you let feelings of rejection run wild in your mind, going to your rejector should always be the first thing that you do. If the person rejecting you owns up to it and they ask for your forgiveness, then great. If they don't, let's go back to some additional instructions that Jesus had on handling conflict, also found in Matthew 18. But if they will not listen, take one or two along with you so that every matter can be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If they refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen even to the church, well, you know the rest. If the person rejecting you doesn't listen to you, get another co-worker to confront them about this act of rejection. Now, if that doesn't work, get your manager and the HR representative involved and let them deal with your co-worker. If nothing comes of this, do your best to get back to work. Focus on your job and allow God to work on the situation. If you handle this rejection the right way, God will reward you and you may actually win over your co-worker to Christ. Now, the next co-worker of Christ that rejected him was the Apostle Peter. While all rejection feels bad, Peter at least did not premeditate the rejection of Christ. Yes, Jesus told Peter that he would reject him three times, which, by the way, was two times more than Judas, if you're keeping count. However, the nature of the rejection was different. And that brings me to this point. Not every form of rejection that you experience from a co-worker is malicious or planned with cunning. Sometimes people say and do things that they later regret. Simply put, the rejection was a dumb mistake, or at worst, a panic situation in which they made the wrong choice. When Peter denied Christ, he was not in a good place emotionally. He'd just seen his good friend get arrested and somehow avoided being arrested himself after cutting off the ear of a guard trying to arrest Jesus. Not to mention for the last three and a half years, Peter had been laboring in ministry and all of that seemed like it was coming to a conclusion. That's a lot of trauma to walk through in such a short period of time. Just as we discussed earlier in Matthew 18, after the death, burial, and resurrection, Peter was confronted one-on-one -on -one by Jesus, and we'll read about this in John 21. Verse 15, it says, When they had finished eating, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter answered. You know that I love you. Jesus replied, Feed my lambs. Now, Jesus didn't just ask this question once. He asked Peter the same question three times. That would be once for every rejection of knowing Christ. Jesus understood the reason for Peter's actions, and he chose to forgive Peter. This brings me to my last point. If you're going to handle rejection in a godly way, it's also going to involve prayer and forgiveness. Jesus said in Matthew 5, verse 43 through 45, You've heard that it was said, love your neighbors and hate your enemies. But I'm telling you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be the sons of your Father in heaven. Pray that God will reveal himself to your coworker that's hurting you. Ask God to bless them in their work life. And when we pray for our coworkers like this, it helps us to move on into the next step. Matthew 18, verse 21 through 22. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked him, Lord, how many times should I forgive my brother who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you what, how about seven times 70? Now the fuel that allows you and I both to pray for and to forgive our coworker who rejected us comes from embracing God's love for us. In spite of the rejection that we feel, Ephesians 1.4 says that God himself chose us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in his presence, all done in love. Now again, despite the rejection from your co-worker, focus on God's love for you and not the rejection that you felt from your co-worker. Let God deal with them while you're doing things his way. My friend, if you're dealing with rejection from a co-worker, let's pray. Father, I thank you 
that we have the ability to come to you and say, Father, I'm hurting. Help me. We give you this pain. We give you these, these feelings that we have in being rejected from a coworker. It hurts. It's not fun. And Jesus, you know exactly what we're talking about here. So Father, right now, one, I pray that you would empower the one listening to love, to pray for, and to forgive the one that has betrayed them, whether it was done maliciously or it was just a stupid mistake that a coworker did that ended up hurting us. Father, I'm asking you right now in Jesus' name, speak to our hearts, empower us, and help us to do that. And we also pray for that one that hurt us. Be with them. Bless them in their work life. If they're going through something difficult in their life, we just ask that you would bring relief to them. But more importantly, bring them to a knowledge of you. That really is going to be the best thing that we can pray for them. We thank you for this in Jesus' name, the very strong, forgiving Son of God. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Greater Work, a Christ Worker Ministries podcast. The Greater Work is supported by hardworking listeners just like you. To learn more about Christ Worker Ministries and how you can become part of our growing outreach, visit ChristWorker.org.